Hey, good people, and welcome back to the God Bless My Brand podcast. I am so excited that you're here. And, you know, before I even get started today, I really just want to say thank you. When I started this podcast the day before my birthday, I really didn't know if I would get five listeners. And I checked the stats today, and we've had over 700 plays. And literally, that's just been from July until today, which is December 28th. And I am so incredibly thankful for everyone who has tuned in since the beginning or you just tuned in this week, whether you've shared it with friends and family and coworkers or you've left a review on Apple or you've just kind of reached out and just said that something that I said encouraged you or inspired you to look at something a different way. I cannot say thank you enough. Um, this year has been incredibly hard for all of us and I am not exempt. And so just being able to share in such a way, um, being able able to share what's on my heart, being able to share some of the things that God has poured into me. It is truly an honor. And my hope is that we can keep this going and that you find something that's valuable. You find that you, you know, feel uplifted when you listen to this, that you really feel like this is a safe space because I want it to be. I don't want you to carry, you know, what happened earlier in the day or or what you might be facing after this. I want you to just be completely still in this moment. Um, just to acknowledge the fact that there, while there's so much going on, you're still here. And I'm so grateful that you're listening. I'm so grateful that you're taking the time. With that said, today is the second part of our two-part series. Um, talking, We talked last week about finishing strong um, and really about not allowing what has happened before this to get in the way of what's to come. Allowing ourselves to be present in the moment, present, whether, you know, at the time I think I was finishing up work and I'm sure many of us were, you know, preparing for the holidays and preparing for 2021, but allowing ourselves to be present in this moment, not necessarily, you know, feeling not feel not necessarily trying to say you shouldn't feel excited about 2021 because you should but on last week's podcast we just talked about being present um, and being mindful and so this week as we are a couple days away from um, 2021 I thought it would be helpful for us to talk about goal setting And if you have not already, I will really encourage you to listen to a previous episode called Pray, Plan, and Proceed. It's always a tongue twister for me, but um, the reason I really encourage you to listen to it is because one of the things that I am weary of is setting goals without really talking to God. Because I think there are so many things that we see on social media, so many things that, you know, people may have plans for us and they are, you know, talking to us about it or encouraging us to do certain things. And if there's nothing else that we've learned from this, from this year and all that's gone on is that it's really important to be in alignment with God. So before you write down anything, before you hit play, I really encourage you to to listen to that episode. And then when you're ready and you've prayed on it, allow God to speak and allow God to really move your pen, allow God to really show you and direct you um, and to to advise you on what is next, not putting him in the mix, but allowing him to lead the mix. Um, so without further ado, there's a couple areas that I want to talk through um, now that, you know, we're in the planning stage. But one thing I don't want you to do when you go into this podcast, whether you're writing your goals out with me or you're going to do this at at a later time, I don't want you to write in a place of scarcity. I don't want you to plan in a place of scarcity. I know you've probably experienced a lot this year. You may have had a really tough year in multiple areas or just one area of your life. And I don't want you to plan in a mindset of scarcity. I don't want you to plan in a mindset of pain. I don't want you to plan in a mindset of lack. I want you to think abundance. 
And when you hear abundance, I think a lot of us, we always think about financial, but that's just one piece of it. I want you to think about an abundance of love, an abundance of excitement, an abundance of spending time and with friends and family and loved ones. And we're going to get into it, but I just want to I want to add that disclaimer that this is not the time for you to start thinking small. This is not the time for you to start questioning your gifts. This is not the time for you to start questioning what God has planned for your life. If you are still here, that still means that you have a purpose. And so if you have a purpose, there has to be a plan. And so this year when you plan, I just pray that you allow yourself to hear God's voice before we go into this new year, that you allow yourself to be still for for a couple minutes just to hear from him and to hear what he has for you, because I promise you it's bigger than you think it is. All right, so let's get into it. When I am planning for a new year, I really like to break my year into different segments. I used to do vision boards and I still do and I love them um, because what it allows you to do is see things on paper. I am a visual learner. Um, so if you've never seen me before, I write out my notes on pen and paper. I used to write out all of my papers in college on pen and paper before I even typed them. Um, because I'm really someone who I, I guess I took Habakkuk 210, write the vision and make it plain real seriously. Um, and I wrote it down. But when it, whether you're doing this on your, your laptop, your tablet, your notebook, whatever you're doing it on, I really encourage you to break your break your year into different um, into different segments. And you can do this for, you know, on an annual basis. You can do it quarterly. You can do it monthly, whatever works best for you. But I think these areas are helpful. So the first one we want to go over is family and love. And each of these, I want you to think about writing down two to three different ideas or goals that you have for that time period. So for family and love, maybe it is you spending more time with family. Maybe you, you know, if you're if you're in a different city, then maybe your family and friends Maybe trying to visit one once or twice a year. I know that, you know, it might be a lot different than it was in previous years due to COVID. But even if you can't travel there, it might be helpful for you to figure out, you know, maybe a family Zoom call or, you know, taking some time to FaceTime of, you know, one or two friends every week just to make sure that you're checking in on them. This is a tough time and we need our people. Second area is fitness. So for me, I know I am trying to work out two to three times a week. If you have seen me on Instagram, I try to post my bike because it helps me like stay focused. Um, And it also helps when you have the encouragement of friends who are telling you to keep going and and so forth. But your fitness goal can be anything. Maybe your fitness goal is, um, you know, you doing a dance workout or you, you know, deciding that every, you know, you're going to start doing yoga and you're really going to start stretching in the morning before you get to work. Think about those goals that are going to help you be a better you. This is not just about finances, as I mentioned. This is about being the best version of yourself and the, the version of yourself that God has called you to be in this next year, in this next season. The next is our favorite financial. Um, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter talk about the six and seven figure year. And I, you know, I love that. I think it's really important to set amazing goals for ourselves. And it feels great when you achieve it. But I really want you to allow yourself to pray about what those financial goals look like. And that may, you know, that may differ. Maybe you want to start a Roth IRA. Um, One of my good friends, Leslie, is incredible. She's a financial wizard. And she is the one who taught me about Roth IRAs. You may want to start investing or trading. You may want to get on Clubhouse and be a part of, you know, a group that really discusses the stock market and how you can get more involved and, you know, how to read things and things of that nature. So that might be one of your financial goals. So I don't just want you to think 
income, I want you to think about how you'll get there, how you're arming yourself with the information and arm yourself with the resources, whether it's people or it's information to make sure that you hit that goal. And I want you to get super specific on how you'll do it, whether that's you reading, you know, Yahoo News at 10 a.m. every day because for 30 minutes because you want to keep yourself informed. These, this is the time to be very specific and very granular once you've talked to God about what it is that he really wants you to do this year. Next is career and business. And y'all know, I mean, Resourceful Reese is literally all about it. So y'all probably have figured this might be one of my favorites. Um, but when it comes to career, I don't want you to just say like, oh, I want to get a promotion. I want you to think about the people in your circle and how, you know, ways that maybe they can help you get there, ways that you can also help them reach their goals. If you, you know, are thinking about starting a business, what are the resources that you'll need? What are the systems that you need to have in place, whether it's email marketing? There's a great app called Flowdesk um, that helps you really customize it for, I think, like, $38 a month. Do you need something like that? Do you need ConvertKit if you are selling products or services? Do you need to make another Instagram page for your business? Do you need to make sure that you're on Google so that your customers can leave you a review and attract new business? What are the things and systems that you need to have in place to make sure that once you're ready to start that business, or even if you have, that you are putting yourself out there to the right target audience? I want you to think about who that target audience is. Has it changed over the last year since you've done your goals? Have you, you know, are there new products and services that you are being led um, to start? And what do they look like? What do they need? What is the time um, capacity that you have to achieve them? These are, this is going to be really, really important as we go into this year because we don't know what the year will look like. And we want to make sure that, again, we're being specific, that we have a time frame. If you know you need Zoom, but you can't afford it right now, how can you save, you know, $10 a month or, or $15 a month to make sure that you can purchase it? And what do those things look like? If you're trying to start a, an apparel line, who are the people and the suppliers that you need to get familiar with so that you not only understand the process, but you have your designs, your graphic designers, you have all those things in place. The other thing I want to say on career and business, um, as many of us are working from home or um, kind of going back and forth doing in-person and um, and virtual work, it's really, really important that you also take time for yourself. And so when we talked about family and love, when we talked about fitness, make sure that you are also allowing yourself those times of rest, those times of fun, as we're going to get into in a little bit, because it's important that you don't just work, work, work. Health is wealth. And if there is anything we have learned in this season, it is imperative that you take care of yourself. The next um, that the next section that I really love is learning. Um one of the things that I, you know, thought when I decided I didn't want to do my NMBA program after my undergrad because I, it wasn't something that I really wanted to do, right? And I think sometimes when we feel like if we, once we've graduated, learning stops. But the reality is in order to get better at your craft, in order for you to continue to stay on top of your game, whether that's for promotion or that's for a new business idea or a new passion project, you have to be willing to learn and you have to be willing to make time for learning. Some of that learning, you know, and it doesn't always have to be a book. It could be a book. It could be a museum. It could be a class. It could be, you know, a happy hour with creatives or it could be, it could learning can come in a lot of different forms, but it's important that you continue to set yourself up well for that. 
my mom just turned 60 last month and she's still learning. She's still very excited to learn about cybersecurity and, and all of these new fields that she's never been in, but that's what's keeping her sharp. That's what keeps her excited. It gets her excited when she's able to find a new craft. Um, this, this year she took on making wreaths and that was exciting for her because she had never done wreaths before. So I don't want you to think that you are too old or you're too far removed from learning because it is imperative as humans that we have things that keep us excited and that keep us willing to 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 keep growing especially in a time where many of us are isolated from the things and the people um, that kept us on our toes when we were in person the next is fun and I know y'all probably thought career and business were my favorites but fun is my favorite um and I know fun looks a lot differently for for us you know fun for me used to be traveling with my friends um you know maybe planning an international trip or you know doing a weekend here a weekend there we were you know, or doing happy hours in person. Um, I miss brunch. I can't even tell y'all how much I miss bottomless mimosas. I It's really hurting me and my homegirls. But anyway, um, it, fun may look different, but I want you to make time for fun. If you feel comfortable to travel safely and you want to get a COVID test and you want to make sure that, you know, you feel good and you're in a safe location, make sure you plan for that. If you are someone who, you know, wants to have a small gathering, plan for that. If you if you want to make sure that you're having virtual game nights or virtual charades or whatever it is with your family, make sure that you plan for that. We cannot be all work. And so it's important that you plan for the things that you want, that you get excited about doing spontaneous things that are still safe. It's totally okay to still have fun in times that are challenging. If we didn't have fun, if we don't laugh, if we don't allow ourselves to feel and to be celebrated and to celebrate others, that is what is truly keeping most of us going, if we're honest. So make sure that you plan for that, of course, in a safe manner, but make sure that you are still having fun in some way, shape or form. Fun for me may even be buying a puppy because I really want a puppy and I, you know, think think about things that are not that are untraditional for us. Think don't, you know, don't get so scared that you are not afraid that you're afraid to try new things because you never know what you can open yourself up to. The next is giving. Um, I am incredibly proud of my friends because they, some have started nonprofits, others have, you know, really just been giving their time, their talents and their treasure, um, during this season and they haven't stopped. And I don't want you to just think giving as your ties or 10% of your earnings, but giving your time and your talents as well. There are so many people who are hurting and so many people who need your voice, your time, your ear, your, your love. So don't be afraid to give that to other people. Don't be afraid to, you know, put yourself out there again, join a nonprofit, join, you know, volunteer. You can even volunteer virtually as crazy as it sounds. So make sure that you are taking the time to do that. It doesn't always have to be financial. If you can do that, of course, but if you cannot think about ways that you can go outside of your comfort zone. Think about ways that you can maybe donate your clothes. Think about ways that instead of throwing food away, that you can make cute lunch bags and write encouraging notes and pass them out in your neighborhood, not for clout, but because you never know 
how people got to where they are. Um, so make sure that you're giving um, and that be be open. I know some of us have a hard time asking for help. Be open to being to, to being given, um, being open to people giving to you and people loving on you and people helping you. I will be the first one to admit that that is something I know I need to put on my board this year is being open to asking for help and not just asking for help with work or with business, but with my personal life, with my love life, with my spiritual walk, being open to people helping you and to give to you, even if it's just a kind word. Last but not least is mindfulness. Um, And a lot of people have, you know, discovered the art of meditation this year. They've discovered, you know, the art of prayer. Please don't lose that. Um, Many of us have turned, we've turned to that because these were some of the darkest times. Regardless of what happens with this vaccine or, you know, what happens with COVID in the coming months, make sure that you keep doing the things that made you you, that keep doing the things that kept you centered, that kept you focused, that kept you, that kept you grounded. Whether that is, you know, you taking five to 10 minutes out of your day to pray, or it is you, you know, doing a 30 minute meditation session with your team or, you taking the time to just be still, to have your phone on a totally different part of the room so that you can go to sleep and not necessarily, you know, watch TV for, you know, an hour or two before bed, whatever it is, don't forget to, don't, don't stop doing it because something has changed in your life. Make sure that you keep those practices consistent and that you're keeping up and you're encouraging those around you to have a mindfulness practice as well. Again, it doesn't necessarily matter as much what you do. It matters how you do it. The last thing I want to say um, before I end this podcast is just that I'm praying for you. I hope that this year has taught you something about yourself. It's taught you something about your loved ones. It's taught you something about what you want to do, why you want to do it, and how you want to do it. I hope that this year as you make your vision board or you take the time to rest or you take the time to, you know, invest in yourself, invest in your brain, invest in your ideas, that you really allow God to use you this year. That you really allow 2021 to be a year where you prepare, you set a goal and you reach it. A year where you celebrate yourself, a year where you take the time to to really be proud and be present of what you're doing and not brush it off. I hope that this is the year that you also confidently and authentically celebrate others, that this is the year where you really get excited about what God is doing in your life. I pray that this, that this is the year that you truly embrace your gifts. I pray that this is the year that you really see God like never before for what he wants you to do. I pray that this is a year that you continue to seek God ideas and not just good ideas. I pray this is the year that you find love and that you find someone who loves you, who accepts you, who honors you, who prays for you, who roots for you when you're not in the room. I pray that you find someone who loves you out loud. I pray that your friendships flourish. I pray that God would allow you to meet and be assigned to people that mean you no harm. I pray that this year your eyes are open and you are just very, very, very excited about what is to come. I'll be back in 2021. I think you'll like what I have cooking up. So keep with me, stay with me, keep me bright up. And I'm just very excited for you. I hope that you and your family have an incredible holiday season and I'll see y'all next year.